let's start this mother off. <laughs> Steven Anime Batman episode 5 or maybe 6, A Horse of Another Color. Alright, we are back, and we have no idea what episode we're on, apparently. I don't, yeah, I don't remember either. It's five, I don't know if, I'm pretty sure it can't sure be it's... four, it can't be four, so it has to be either five or six. Alright, so this is episode five, and this, you know, I should mention yeah. this, there's a little confusion about what episode this actually is, because on the first episode of Steven Andy Meet Batman, I called it episode three, because it was technically our third episode of Steven Andy Meet Seinfeld. Oh, wow. at, at the time, we were thinking, like, this, wow. this so, yeah, we're totally messed I'm, up. My mind, my mind is blown right now. I know. Just in case people aren't confused enough, we we do stuff like that to just to add some extra confusion just to throw people off, so they don't know what they're listening to. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is episode five, and this is a good episode of Batman. This, this is, is a real, yeah, this is a really good episode. The second and a two-parter. So this is uh a follow-up to last week's episode, which was about the penguin and Lola lasagna. Oh, it's got an awesome ending. Oh my, yeah, well, we won't ruin it. So, a couple cool people did actually send us emails. We got two or three emails, and um, I'm thinking we should probably spread them out, since these might be the only emails we ever get. So we're <laughs> going to read true. two today. And um, the first one is from Dave, and Dave writes, You guys rock, which is, is true. true. Thank you, Dave. And uh, Dave says he he looks forward to calling in to the voicemail hotline. Dave, well, we need we need more emails than just a handful for us to get the the voicemail. But I know Dave, what you need to do is tell all your friends to send us emails. Um, send us an email to stevenandy at gmail dot com, and and we will have a voicemail hotline. And and then then Dave can call in for real. Or actually, um, if if you really want. You can send us a an attachment of like an MP3 file of yourself. Ooh, of, yeah, of him talking. That'd be awesome. And share your feelings, and and then we'll play it and we'll talk about it. So if you That'd really be awesome, if you if, did that. if Dave really can't wait for the voicemail hotline, he can you can send us an MP3 of yourself. That's a good idea. I like that. He should do that, Dave. I want to hear I want to hear his voice because I think he's Dave Meltzer, editor of the Wrestling Observer newsletter. Actually, um, I know I know him personally. It's actually David Matthews. So Dave that, Matthews, yeah. the guy from the Dave Matthews band. Yeah, it, really. He's, he's my friend, and he listens to the podcast. <laughs> it was cooler if it was Dave Meltzer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, I believe that you have an email. Yes, I do. I I do have an email. Okay, it says hi, Steve and Andy. That's us. Long time listener, first time emailer. You mentioned wanting to receive at least one email, so here you go. What's the deal with you guys and Taco Bell? Is this Steve and Andy meet Taco Bell and you just forgot to tell us? I live in a country where we don't have Taco Bell. So please explain this phenomenon to me. Kind's regard, kind regards, anonymous female. Hmm. Well, first off, I was shocked that there's a female that listens to our show. <laughs> I'm shocked when I hear that anyone listens to our show, really, besides me and you. Well, yeah. <laughs> but but yeah. What, shocks me, what shocks me even more, though, is there's a country without Taco Bell. I know it's shocking. It's really a... It's sad. <laughs> it's sad. It's it does sadden me that to know that some people have to go through life without Taco Bell. I know. Um, I love Taco Bell. So what is the deal with us and Taco Bell? We do. We. I think we've talked about it in at least every other podcast. This is the second podcast in a row that we've talked about Taco Bell. <laughs> okay. What what is our thing with Taco Bell? Um. I guess our thing with Taco Bell is that it's good. Mm -hmm. 
It's delicious. It's, That's it's our very thing. good. It's very good. I mean, what else are we going to be talking about? Kentucky Fried Chicken? No, I don't think so. Although, aren't they, like, owned by the same parent company? Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. I, I believe there's actually a uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken slash Taco Bell. There, yeah, I, uh, uh, there's right? one in where? In Covington or Taylor Mill or something? It's in like Taylor that? Mill, Kentucky. Yeah, yeah. Up here in Columbus, we have a Taco Bell Pizza Hut. Oh, yeah, and, and in Newport, there's a Taco... Oh, no, 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 it's a KFC Long John Silver's. Yeah, that's what disgusting. A, what a combo. <laughs> I know. Yeah, okay, so why why do we talk about Taco Bell all the time? Because it's awesome. And why... Pretty much, yeah. But basically, this is Steve and Andy meet Taco Bell featuring Batman. Batman, yeah. <laughs> Batman's a big Taco Bell fan. I think he is. And also, we... um. We're trying to get sponsorship from Taco Bell, to be honest, and 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 I just figured the best way to do it is to keep talking about Taco Bell, and I'm I'm really expecting an email from their president or whoever. Joseph R. Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, Taco Bell. Not a lot of people know this. It was started by a guy named. Um, his name was actually Taco Bell, T Bell, and yeah. so he's just like, well, I should probably start a restaurant. Called Taco Bell. He doesn't even like tacos. That's what was that, ironic. That's about. what's ironic about it. And it's just another fun story about Taco Bell. Yeah, there's tons of them. There's so, like, you know the you know what? another fun story. It doesn't deal with Taco Bell, but it does involve someone with who founded a company. Was Radio Shack was founded by Joseph R. Shack. Yeah, that that's all. And Blockbuster was started by um Blake Jimmy Buster. Blockbuster. Jimmy it? Jimmy Blockbuster. <laughs> This, you know, it's just fun facts. You can only get these facts here on Steve and Andy. Steve and Andy meet Batman. W- slash Taco Bell. Exactly. Oh, yeah. F- f- uh, <laughs> brought to you by Taco Bell. So, yeah. This, you can, so, what I'm saying to everyone is go out tonight, rent a movie from Blockbuster, buy some headphones from Radio Shack, get yourself a couple uh, uh, chili burritos, whatever. Whatever it is you eat from Taco Bell, it's all good. Um, then Then go home. And and watch Seinfeld or Batman even. You can watch watch Batman. Batman. Watch Batman. Yeah. And do, do, do you know how this ties into our show? The show Seinfeld was created by Jerry Seinfeld. And the show Batman was created by Bob Batman. Kane is a fake last name. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> Bill we'll, Finger's real last <laughs> name was Robin. <laughs> Bill Robin and Bob Batman created yeah. Batman and created the Batman TV show. All right. So let's get into this week's episode. Okie dokie. Alright, this week's episode is episode 5 or 6. We still we still haven't figured that out, but I think it's episode 5. And I think it is, too. It's called A Horse of Another Color, the second part in a two-part episode. Yeah, it, uh, original air date was October 12th, 1967. Alright. It was episode number 99 in the entire series. And let's see, it was written by Charles Hoffman and directed by Sam Strangus. Sam Strangus. Just like, just like last week. All right, it only fitted. So last week we left off with the Penguin. He was about to break in to the Gotham Library to steal a priceless folio, um, which was about parasols or umbrellas or something like that, because the Penguin met up with Lola Lasagna, and their plan was to basically rig a horse race by... Replacing their horse with this this crappy horse and painting their horse to look like it's a different horse. And it's, it's very complicated and it probably very wouldn't... Very confusing plan. Well, it, it definitely wouldn't work in real life. So basically, that was last week. And this week, 
We open with a penguin, and he's in the Gotham City Library. He's going to steal this folio because he's got to get the money to bet on the horse. He wants he wants to make the money, so he's he's stealing this folio. He go he goes right up to it and just he's able to just take it out of the case, and it doesn't really appear to be fixed from last time. Last time. <laughs> last time he cut up the case, he smashed it up or something, and it's not fixed. Gotham City they Library. The yeah, they, they have a the low budget. budget, so you would think with Bruce Wayne being your chairman. Yeah. He would be able to throw a little cash around, but he does not no, like no, to no. spread his cash around. He does, we, we've seen that numerous times. He is a tightwad. So as the Penguin's leaving with the folio, the entire Gotham City police force shows up, with, which is Batman and Robin, Robin. Commissioner, <laughs> Commissioner Gordon, Gordon and Chief O'Hare. <laughs> they all show up, and they got the whole police force out there. They just ask the Penguin just nicely, like, you know... Come quietly, hand over the folio. Let's let's get this over with. But of course, the penguin's not going to do that. He's no, no. He's a master criminal. Why would he? Yeah, why would he? What, what did they expect him to be like? Oh, okay, you got me. <laughs> Instead, he sprays him with his umbrella with his probably deadly nerve gas. I'm sure. Toxic smoke. All get cancer. He runs out. They don't even try to stop him. Um, Batman says he convinces Chief O'Hara not to put his men on the case. He tells O'Hara, O'Hara. Don't make your man chase the penguin. I want to see what he's up to. Batman's got a hunch that something big is going down. And he wants to let it happen. Isn't that entrapment or something? I was, yeah, I was, well, I was going to say, is it, who would actually do They had a chance to cap, capture the penguin. Make sure no one gets... What if penguin's plan is to murder, like, well, to blow up an orphanage? I know. Seriously. Well, Batman Batman's like, no, 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 no. I mean, maybe he'll kill people, maybe he won't. I want to see where this goes. Don't capture him. So they don't—they don't even have the building surrounded. The penguins are able to waltz right out, apparently. But Barbara Gordon shows up. She's concerned about the folio because it was priceless. Uh, she tries to call Bruce Wayne because he—of uh, course, Bruce Wayne is the board. He, he's the head of the board of trustees for the Gotham City Library. And he's he, the only rich man in Gotham. <laughs> he, but he likes to know when books are gone. When, whenever someone oh, yeah. doesn't return a book, we got to call Bruce Wayne and tell him. So uh, Batman says, you know. Or don't don't let's not worry Bruce because he's got this big race coming up, you know. Don't don't call him. So she's like, all right, I guess I won't call him. We cut back to the Penguin's bookstore, and uh, Lola has their horse, which is th now. This is the plan to paint their prize-winning horse, which they're sure is going to win. They they paint it black with spray paint. They have this other horse, that, is crap, and they paint it to look like the prize-winning horse. They want everyone to bet on the the crap one, which everyone thinks is the good one, so that they can bet on the crap one. I don't. First of all, you can and you they bet would make the most money if you enter a horse in a race. Can you even bet on that race? Uh, well, maybe like... the maybe the penguin's betting on it. It's Lola's horse. Penguin bets on. It. I don't no, know. She, I don't know. She bets on it later in the. Gamble. But I don't oh, know. You're right. Of course, this I don't is, know enough about gambling. I don't this know. is Gotham City logic. It it it's really <laughs> has nothing to do with normal people logic. Uh, yeah, none at all. Actually, how could he spray paint a horse? Wouldn't it make the horse sick? Would it, would would that make the horse sick if you all the fumes from the spray paint? Hmm. It's a spe uh, horse spray paint. Horse okay. I never thought of horse spray. There probably is horse spray paint in Gotham City. This sort of thing goes on all the time. I'm sure it's painting horses to. A horse of another color. That's, that's what it's, it's true. I didn't, think, I didn't think of that. You're right. Okay. So they're explaining their plan, and it's really confusing. So the, all you need to know is the good horse, whose real name is Parasol, is now Bumbershoot. The bad horse, 
whose name we never know. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to think. Is that is is they're calling it Parasol now? So you got to pay attention to detail on the show. It's gets really. Confusing. It should this episode definitely. So the penguin wants to what another layer to his plan. He's going to get rid of every other horse in the race. Any, anyway, the penguin picks up the newspaper. He's like, I gotta unload this priceless folio. We gotta get some money to bet. The the paper he picks up, though, is the Saturday Review of Folios. (laughs) I didn't catch that, because I thought it was weird. In the paper he picked up, there's an ad for somebody uh, who's basically looking for um, parasol. A priceless priceless parasol portfolio. So he picks up, the, the penguin picks up this paper. He's like, I gotta unload this folio. Gotta get the money. And it just so happens that someone's looking for a parasol. How ironic. I know. And the guy's name? A.L. Fred. Hmm. I wonder who that could be. The penguin gives this guy a call, calls up Mr. Fred, which isn't even a last name, okay? That should be (laughs) your first giveaway. And uh, we see that it's none other than the Alfred Pennyworth. So, Do you know what his his name should have been? Instead of A.L. Fred, it should have said Gus. I know. Wait, he's got this alter ego, Gus. He should just roll with it. This sounds a whole lot like entrapment to me. That's all I'm saying. Trying to get... It, it does, actually. You're right. Trying to get the penguin to sell this to Alfred. But anyway, we don't worry about that. We cut to the Batcave. Uh, we see Batman and Robin. And Batman's been doing a little bit of research about the penguin. And he knows about the bookstore. He knows about the uh, bookkeeping. And, um... Still, he doesn't want to stop the penguin. He says, "Let's let's let this play out a little bit." I got the folio. It's everything's okay. Let's let's see sort of how how this plays out. Uh, later, Barbara calls Bruce Wayne to tell him about the priceless folio. She she really wants him to know. She's concerned. Uh, Bruce reveals that uh, he's got the folio back, and and he tells her that Batman he brought it, it back. Such a dickish manner. He does. He's like Bruce, I just wanted to let you know that this priceless portfolio. Hey, I've got the portfolio. Batman stopped by about an hour ago. He gave it to me. Don't worry about it. I know. Well, I know. I thought Bruce Wayne had a thing for Barbara, but he is acting a little little bit rude. I guess. Uh, yeah, a little rude, yeah. <laughs> Did you notice that this whole scene, yeah. that whole set of scenes, Robin really wanted to use the Bat computer? He mentioned, like, we should use the Bat computer, like, twice. I think Robin uses the Bat computer for, uh, for porn. He probably does. Bat porn. Gay porn, probably. Oh, oh my I don't know. God. The siren. The siren. <laughs> I think that episode told us more than we ever have to know. <laughs> more than I wanted to know, for sure. Um, we got back to the Penguin's bookstore. The Penguin's listening to the radio, and just as he turns it on, of course, the story about the folio being returned to the library is on. And and the Penguin is really pissed, because I I actually have no idea why he's pissed. Well, he figures that Batman knows A.L. Fred. He oh, yeah. There's A.L. Fred. And, and he suspects Barbara Gordon for somehow being responsible for the return of the folio. Yeah. So he sends out a henchman to, to deal with Barbara. Uh, he has this poisonous penguin statue. Was thing. it a stuffed penguin? What was that? I, don't I, did, I was wondering, it. where does he get these manufactured? Who do you think's making these? You think glue is down, down at the glue factory? Well, if you think it? about it, his radio is shaped like a penguin. I know he really loves penguins. You just can't go to like Woolworths and buy a penguin radio. <laughs> so he sends out another henchman to deal with the jockey, and I really never figured out why he wanted to deal with uh, the jockey that was going to ride um, Bumbershoot. But uh, he he didn't he wanted him out of the picture. I, I and I really don't know why. So he sends his two henchmen out 
And then he gives Lola some itching powder to deal with the other horses. He wants, and I thought that was funny. Like they wanted to scratch him out. They kept saying that, and they ended up giving him itching powder. You think, was that intentional or is that like? I wonder if they meant for that, that was... to happen. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Probably. It's pretty yeah. clever. I like to think Probably. that they did. I'm going to give it to him. I'm going to give it to him. Yeah, yeah. They meant it. Meanwhile, at the racetrack, uh, the race commissioner is telling Bruce Wayne all the other horses have dropped out. Uh, Wally the jockey has disappeared. Di- disappear- Who knows where Wally the jockey, what happened to him? He could be dead. Nobody knows. And really, it's Bruce Wayne's fault if he's dead because Bruce Wayne didn't stop the penguin from all doing all this. You're right, yeah, yeah, you're right. I think about it. You're right, though. And uh, and that a new horse has entered the race named Bumbershoot, which which is actually the real Parasol, which is the real good horse, so keep that in mind. He's like, I got this new horse, Bumbershoot. He's in my office right now, and <laughs> I love this shot. We just cut over to the penguin standing there, full jockey outfit, with the horse in this guy's office. Who Who would bring a horse into... Someone's office. Maybe that's how they do things. Bruce says, I'm onto the penguin. I'm going to enter my horse named Wainbow, which I thought was actually really terrible that Bruce does not seem concerned at all that Wally the jockey very, very well may be dead. Instead, he's like, look, I got to beat the penguin in this horse race. I can't let him win. So Bruce is going to enter his own horse, Wainbow. I have no idea what Wainbow means, but, um, anyway, he needs a replacement jockey because, obviously, Wally the jockey's dead, and, um, and Robin's like, look, look, I, I can ride, I can ride Wainbow, but, uh, Bruce Wayne's like, you can't ride Wainbow, it might, it might seem a little funny, like I'm trying to rig the race, instead, ride the fake parasol, and, okay, this, this part made absolutely no sense to me, he doesn't want Robin riding his own horse so he has robin ride the horse of a competitor you, you see what i'm saying doesn't that seem way more fishy <laughs> it does you're right especially since he's riding parasol who's supposed to be the winning horse and it's not yeah. gonna win and if it doesn't win and waynebow wins couldn't everyone say and Look, does it was because dick grayson's riding riding the fake parasol but i guess no one knows so they're all they're all thinking this horse should have won that it's the real, yeah, and they're saying he didn't win because Dick Grayson threw the race for Bruce, so his horse could win. He doesn't think things out either. Who are we kidding? <laughs> he didn't think that one out. He does Anyway. Unless Bruce is actually trying to scam uh, money, I too. wouldn't doubt it. I would not doubt it. Meanwhile, Barbara gets the gift from the penguin. It's that weird, poisonous penguin doll. It starts spraying out all this nerve cancer gas, whatever. Barbara's friend gets it right in the face. <laughs> Alfred then shows up, just throws his coat over it, and he says, yeah, How did Alfred did know? How did the he know? Computer, probably. I mean, he was right there when it was delivered. Alfred shows up, throws his coat over it, says, Look, it's going to be fine. Uh, Barbara's like, Maybe we should get my friend checked out. She just got sprayed in the, the face with some poisonous gas. Alfred's like, No, 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 look. Don't worry about that for now. Not important. I gotta tell you something about a horse race. We cut to the race secretary talking on the phone to Bruce Wayne, and he is pissed. The race secretary, not Bruce. Um, he's, he's like, look, this, this race has become a joke. Unknown jockeys coming in at the last minute, dressed up in top hats. They're, they're fat. They're, they're smoking. Bringing horses into my office. 
you know, Batman's entering new people, jo- uh, jockeys are missing, dead, all the horses are probably dead, itchy. Uh, he's like, look, we gotta stop this. We gotta stop this race. It's it's getting ridiculous. And Bruce is like, no, no, we can't stop it. We gotta let it play out. See what the penguin does. And the commissioner, or I'm sorry, the racing secretary goes, look, the only way I'm gonna continue this race is if Batman comes down here in person and tells me that it needs to be continued. I mean, why does this guy really put a lot of faith into Batman? Why can't Commissioner Gordon come down and say it's okay? He doesn't He says it yeah. has to be Batman. He says it has not to Robin, be Batman. Not Robin, not Batgirl, not no. Gus. It has Batman. Not A.L. Fred. It has to be Batman. So Bruce is like, all right, I'll see what I can do. He leaves, gets the Batman suit on, goes down to talk to him. Meanwhile, at the track, Dick Grayson's there, posing as a jockey. He's uh, posing as a... Lola Lasagna thinks yeah, he's Spanish. Or Mexican, Spanish something, and it's kind of racist. The race is about to start, and it's only these two horses, Bumbershoot and uh, Parasol. When, riding up from the gate out of nowhere, the last-minute entry, Wainbow, and who is riding Wainbow? None other than Batgirl in full Batgirl costume. Or better yet, a man dressed as Batgirl. (laughs) This is the most ridiculous thing I've seen in a very long time. Was watching them go up to the starting gate. The penguin with a cigarette. Robin dressed as a Mexican jockey. And Batgirl, full cape and everything. Which can't be good for writing. I wouldn't think so. The mask, you would think think the mask would get in her face, get in her eyes or something. But at least we got to see Alfred in casual clothes. He wasn't wearing a butler uniform. Oh, was he? I didn't notice. Yeah, he was yeah, just a normal suit. Race. Yeah, he was just a normal suit and tie. It wasn't, you know, his butler uniform, like I said. So that was interesting. He, he's a big, he's a big gambler. And Lola talked to him. Yeah, Alfred and Lola he, had he, casual conversation. I, they had some chemistry. They did. I'd like to see her show up I, again, and like maybe the last episode, Alfred and Lola get married. Yeah, like she serves her jail time, gets out, and they get married. But she gets married to Gus. Yeah, or A.L. Fred, because she thinks A.L. <laughs> Fred is very wealthy because he bought the, the Priceless Folio book. Oh, yeah, and she thinks he's into parasols, which is yeah. like her thing, so, wow, okay. And then she finds out he's just a butler. Yeah, then they get divorced, I think. Yeah, She's or a she, gold digger, after Or she all. kills him, like makes it look like an accident. <laughs> like he slips in the bathtub or something. It makes it look like an something accident, like but Batman knows better. This, this has the makings of a great... A sequel to The Dark Knight, right here. About Lola Lasagna? That'd be awesome. Those posters. What would Lola's catchphrase be? If it wouldn't be, why so serious, what would it be? Why so parasol? That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> why so parasol? All I right. like it. Someone needs to write fan fiction. That's what I want in an email in at least either a week or two weeks. It has to be yeah, that... a fan fiction about Lola Lasagna murdering Alfred. <laughs> okay. Please send that stevenandy at gmail.com. If anyone sends that, that would be the most awesome thing. That would be. Alright, anyway, the race starts. It's completely ridiculous to see the penguin, Robin, and, and, and Batgirl all riding. The fake parasol does well for a glue horse, I thought. <laughs> it <laughs> hangs in right. there. Yeah, really. you're right. He does really well. Maybe they should but, kill that horse. <laughs> But in the end, Wayne Bo wins, of course. Wayne Bo being ridden by Batgirl. The penguin, he's pissed. He rushes off. Robin rushes off, presumably to change clothes. And uh, and he leaves Batgirl to chase after the penguin by herself. 
So they go back to like a locker room. The penguin's about to, you know, get out of the country or something. Batgirl chases after him. A fight breaks out between uh, the penguin, the henchman, and Batgirl. Uh, Batman and Robin show up, start helping with the fight, and and the penguin's about to escape when Gordon, uh, Commissioner Gordon, Chief O'Hara show up. They arrest the penguin. They're like, look, we're taking you away, Lola Lasagna. What I wonder, though, what about the uh, henchmen? They never really mention what happens to the Do you think they let him go? I don't know. You know, I never really thought of that. The penguin's in jail. Batman and Robin save the day. Batgirl runs off as usual. And uh, that's the end. So after the episode, uh, we cut to Barbara Gordon in the library. The awesome ending. Commissioner Gordon shows up. He said, look, we got to celebrate. We just arrested the penguin. Cracked this whole case. I have no idea what happened to uh, Wayne the jockey. They they do not care about him. <laughs> He's he might probably be dead. been murdered. He he could be dead. Could he be involved in the Alfred uh Lola Lasagna? He could be. He could be. Mystery thing. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, it's up to the <clears throat> listeners. King Tut shows up out it, of nowhere. It was like the, okay, they were just Barbara and Gordon were just standing around talking. And then it was yeah. like is that King Tut? And then they go, maybe? And then King Tut was just, like, leaning on the counter. Like, the checkout counter, just <laughs> leaning against it. Who knows how long he's been there? And he was just leaning on the counter. And then they kind of made reference to him, and he made, like, a goofy face and walked away. But Barbara seems surprised to see a villain in the Gotham City Library. And this is, like, at least the second, maybe the third villain we've seen in this library so far. Yeah, why is this so shocked? I'd be shocked if I saw King Tut anywhere. I understand that. Still. <laughs> So next week's episode, of course, is about King Tut, and it's probably a good one. I haven't actually seen it. I know, King Tut's cool. So overall, this two-part episode was pretty good. Yeah, it was, it was really a, li- a little confusing and um, obviously very ridiculous, but that's what we've come to expect, oh, I think. Yeah. It was a good show. It was a good show. Thank you, everyone, for listening. You can check us out at uh, stevenandy.blogspot.com. Uh, you can subscribe to us on iTunes. And uh, we've gotten a few more reviews, I think. We have, like, four reviews now, well, maybe five. I want people to keep on reviewing the show. We haven't gotten any bad reviews yet, but if you really want to write us a bad review, I think you should. Write us a bad review, I don't care. That's like a challenge. That is. <laughs> write like a bad a... review. Try to write a bad review. I want you to. We, all right, we probably shouldn't be specifically telling people to write bad reviews. I just want them to write a review. I don't care. Yeah, write a review on iTunes. Subscribe. Um, send us emails. Send us, a, send us an email. Yeah, we... We will read them. We have read two, and we have we have two more in reserve. Send us fan fiction. Oh yes, the fan fiction. It, it, we should have some sort of contest. The we best should. fan fiction. We should. If they, do, I don't know what you'll win. Okay, send us an email. Um, send, send us fan fiction if you want. We will read the fan fiction. We might even do a whole episode on fan fiction we if, we get, if really we get really good enough. Ones. Yeah, if we get good ones. Write us a review on iTunes. Tell your friends. Tell, and definitely tell your friends. So that's. If you like the podcast, please tell your friends because we want as many people to listen. It's it's fun to do, but I want I want people to listen to it because I think it's fun. I think people will like it. Yeah, I do too. All right, that's about it, Andy. Thank you for another good podcast. Yeah, it's a great episode. Thanks, Steve. Next week, King, King Tut. Tut. Yeah, Everybody, King Tut. get ready. Yeah, seriously, Tut of another color next week. <laughs> All right, Andy. I'll talk to you later. Yeah, see you later, Steve. Winter, winter.